often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 528. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse with my kitty cat behind me, Agent Fox Mulder. That was as cute as meowing. No, he's, I think he's asleep. I think he's, as I'm... Showing a lot of energy as I speak into this microphone, and he's just chilling. He's just sleeping back there. He's just sleeping. I did play with him a lot today, though. Did play with him a lot. Cause, uh had the day off, which probably won't be having him much anymore. But uh, hopefully, hopefully, he had some fun. Cause uh, I'm gonna be working a lot, but I'll, I'll get into that later. I'll get into that later. A big shout out to the Muffin Man, though. Thanks for the all the. The food, he hooked me up with some groceries. I didn't expect, I wasn't expecting it or like, uh, but uh, there's, you know, times are a little tough here at the uh, penthouse as uh, <laughs> uh, having to use the credit card a lot more, but he hooked me up with a bunch of, bunch of meat and uh, some sides and stuff. And I had uh, cooked some brats earlier that uh, the Muffin Man had provided that uh, I tried a different method. Because I don't have a grill here at the penthouse. Grillless penthouse. <laughs> uh, but I, I've i fried quite a few brats in some pans here. And uh, I've tried, uh, I guess, a couple of different methods. We're pretty much just either butter or oil in a pan and throw the brats in, basically. I don't have a cast iron pan. That's what like everybody says if you like look up way, best ways to pan fry brats, they always say cast iron skillet. I'm like, damn it, I don't have a fucking cast iron skillet. I don't want to buy one. They're kind of pricey. I guess I could use one fairly decent, but uh, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just use a regular goddamn pan. But, you know, there's a lot of issues. There, Well, one main issue, I guess, when you're frying pans, you're frying brats, not pans, in a brat. You're frying brats in a pan. <laughs> um. The casing tends to pop open real easy, but I think part of that, too, is the fact that uh, the brats I usually get are from Schnooks, which are really good brats, but the problem is their casings often are popped already, so it doesn't hold in those juices. It's kind of a pain in the ass. It's annoying. Um, So it really loses all those juices once you cook it. But uh, this time, I went a little bit of a different route. I didn't use butter. I used olive oil. I usually use real butter in there when I'm frying them, and... Um, I boiled some water to a light boil just to where the bubbles just slowly started to come to the top with nothing else in it. I took a frying pan with water, brought it to a boil, a slow boil, turned the heat off, put the brats in there for seven minutes in that hot water. And then after those seven minutes, I took the brats out, poured the water out, and put some olive oil in the pan. And then for about four minutes, I uh, fried each side, just enough to, like, brown it, really, on both sides. And uh, voila, it turned out pretty good. turned out pretty good. I know there's a lot of people that end up, like, basically doing the water thing, but with, like, beer beforehand. Like, maybe I should have done that, but I didn't have no fucking beer. 
Again, light on the funds. <laughs> Don't want to go buy some beer. But it turned out pretty good. Turned out pretty good. I'll, uh, definitely, I think I'll do some version of that next time I decide to go uh, pan fry some brats. Uh, but, you know, you know, I just love the taste of sausage. Putting that in my mouth, it's pretty fantastic. And it it held the juices, and I think one of them might have popped open. But for the most part, I mean, the juices stayed in. That skid stayed intact. So when I pierced that skin, it just like shot a load right in my mouth. Just gushed all over the inside of my mouth. This ooey, gooey goodness of brats. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the worst part, though, about frying brats <laughs> on an oven like that is the fact that, you know... You, oil, butter, whatever the fuck you're using, that shit's going to shoot everywhere. Even when, like, I I had medium to low heat on the whole time, and it still still shot everywhere. Just blew its load everywhere on top of the the oven. I had to clean it up, you know. (laughs) The the brat spooge, as it were. Um, but, uh... (laughs) Yeah, it looks like here shortly, within a few weeks, I'll, I should be working like two jobs at once. Um, one, one, one doing part-time and the other one full-time. Though I may end up working with Jimmy Crow Magnon, so that'll be fun. I haven't worked with him in years. and uh, But uh, we'll we'll see. I don't know that on that yet, but I plan on working at least two jobs. Within the next few days, I should get a plan, like con, you know, formalize the plan as it were and uh but it's gonna be tough i plan on uh, working two jobs for like six to seven months and uh you know the, the one job's gonna be pretty uh pretty if i do the one with jimmy crow magnon which uh i feel like i should be able to get in there pretty much with ease uh, but it would be involve uh welding and such and it's a, it's a dirty job i've done that before it's uh not uh not for the faint of heart, I guess. Um but it'll be tough, but they pay well. They pay very well and uh the plan is I make enough cash to be able to get rid of the credit card debt and then uh then maybe hit up Ireland next summer. I don't know about the Ireland, but uh it'll it'll at least free me up to, you know, actually maybe walk outside and do something that might involve money <laughs> as it stands. Yeah, I can't fucking go to the gas station and buy a goddamn Gatorade. I mean, it's it's getting it's getting tough. It's getting tough. The price of everything and just the I mean, the bills are it it's tough. As I'm sure everybody at this point in pretty much the entire world except for, you know, the well-off people, the one percenters, like, you know, it's it's uh, it's a tough out there, man. It's tough. As all the prices are going up, and uh, unfortunately, the war is still going on in Ukraine. And hopefully, that will fucking end at some point. I feel like that could give a lot of relief all over as far as prices and everything are concerned. And also, you know, the fact that a lot of fucking people are dying over there, it's really fucking horrible. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough time. I, I, as of right now, even though working two jobs, I intend to still do the podcast. Maybe I have might have to put it on hold <laughs> just for a little while or maybe do every other week or something. 
I'm not sure. I know that the the two jobs, if I do that for six to seven months, I am going to be fucking destroyed, famished, as it were. I will not have a life outside of work. And it'll be rough. It'll be rough. But I feel like I can still squeeze an hour uh, on a Saturday, maybe, <laughs> to uh, push out a podcast. And then uh, maybe the next day, uh, clean it up slightly, and then uh, put it out onto the internet <laughs> for uh, about 100 people to consume. <laughs> uh, or or something of that nature. Um, but uh, uh, it's just time to, you know, have enough money around to be able to actually enjoy life again. Although, you know, I do enjoy just hanging out at the, uh, the penthouse here. I mean, I do play a lot of guitar these days and hanging with my pal, agent Mulder over here. I mean, can't knock that. Uh, he, it's going to suck for him too. I mean, he's used to me being home a lot and, uh, you know, I'm going to, what little time I'm going to be at home. I'm, I'm going to be pretty tired. Be tired. <laughs> well, I guess that's just gonna be all the time. I think I need to just maybe get like uh like an IV of uh <laughs> like Monster Energy. I I feel like that should pr- probably be a thing. I'm going with Monster because it's cheaper. Um, I do prefer Red Bull, although Monster hits me harder. I gotta say, when I want to like just like fucking wake up, it's Monster and. uh <laughs> But uh, I, I I might have to start mainlining it and uh, just hope that I can survive six to seven months of that. But by my math, I do that. I should be able to pay off cr- all credit card debt, maybe a good chunk of my car, and uh, then it'll be time for maybe some more adventures, you know, like I, I used to have, of course, like leaving the country and such. Or Or who knows what. Or I'll just buy another guitar. <laughs> I do I do plan on also of course eventually getting a goddamn pool table as I have yet to actually do that and this would give me the kind of funds to where I could actually pay somebody to come in here and move one in and set it up which would be great the thought of actually having to move a pool table is just fucking uh <laughs> it's fuck- I helped do it once although uh, we didn't take the pool table apart it was a slate table. It was three piece, but we didn't take it apart. There was, I don't know, several of us, and like every one of us, there was like four guys uh, or so all together. I don't remember how many we we had going, but we like all threw our back out. It was not something I want to do again. That is definitely not something I want to do again. So, um, but if I understand, from what I understand though, if you have like a three piece slate and it's all taken apart, it's not bad. Not bad. You know, a little tricky setting it back up, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I feel though like if I do the two jobs, if like I have to do like two jobs or find some other job that pays more, it's like a a must at this point. So, hopefully within less than a month, I should be able to work that out. But um, I I have to have some goal for me to be able to do that. I can do that shit. I can put up with a lot of pain. And suffering if I know there's light at the end of the tunnel. So if I hit the, like, goals, you know, like going to a a PlayStation, you know, setting out for trophies, like setting those goals, I can chip away at them and get them done. And then if I know, well, PlayStation trophies maybe aren't 
<laughs> the best analogy here. Because, like, once you get the trophy, there's nothing. My thought, though, is, like, it, like I know that in the past when I used to do the big vacations, man, I could really – it didn't bother me so much doing the overtime and everything, knowing, like, okay, I've got this many weeks before freedom, <laughs> before I can yell, like, William Wallace – in the extremely exaggerated story of uh, William Wallace there in uh, Bra- Braveheart, the <laughs> very light on the truth movie. Uh, I don't know that William, maybe William Wallace did yell out freedom at one point. Uh, maybe it wasn't while he was dying, but <laughs> I feel like no. Um, but uh, but yeah, I feel like if I if I do set up an Ireland trip, and uh, that'll really give me the the strength to fight through it all, so I can go hang out with some sheep, because that that that'd get me jazzed doing that and all. But uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. At the very least, you know, I'll be able to pay off a good chunk of my debt. Um, it would it would be great to go back to the I- Ireland, though. Pretty fantastic. Anyway, um, <laughs> enough of all that fun shit. Uh, I did finish the rest of the Dahmer series on Netflix, on the old Netflix. Um, I did not chill. I just watched Dahmer. That would be awkward <laughs> if you're gonna like Netflix and chill and like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna watch a little Netflix. I'm gonna rub the inside of your thigh, and we're gonna watch the series on Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I don't think that'd go over well. I imagine there might be like one or two couples out there where this might be their thing, but I worry about those one or two couples. That's some some bad shit. If you're like, you know what? Watching him drill a hole in this kid's skull to pour acid in it. It's really getting me all wet. <laughs> that's a problem. That's a problem if that's what you do to get off that's you know you might want to see or seek uh professional help just saying not that i am perhaps the uh <laughs> greatest example of mental health here i mean i've been now doing a podcast by myself for i guess a couple years at this point you know occasionally having uh shelly back on uh but for the most part it's it's been just uh, me, myself, and I here with the cat chiming in every once in a while. I feel like maybe that's a bit odd. <laughs> but, hey, I'm not murdering people. <laughs> I guess that the, there's a big gap. I should give myself a little bit of credit. <laughs> like, talking to yourself and your cat. There's, like, a world apart from being a, a serial killer, at least, or, or even getting turned on by uh, watching a serial killer series. Which I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. I just don't jerk off while I watch the series. Anyway, <laughs> I watched the rest of Dahmer. Uh, doing a lot of digressing tonight. The so the the rest of the Dahmer. It was it was okay. It was it was decent. Um, but uh, I was reading, of course. You know, anytime there's a fictionalized, whether it be a movie. As again, like I was saying, William Wallace with Braveheart. There's like almost no truth to that fucking movie. Um, and then, uh, or whether it be like a TV series, they're going to usually change things. They're not. It's not how it happened in real life. And you know, 
and a lot of times there's no way for them to know what exactly happened for them to dramatize certain parts. So, you know, a lot of times they just, shall we say, get creative <laughs> with their storytelling because at the end of the day, movies and TV aren't about getting the truth out there. It really, it's about putting asses in seats and, uh, you know, watching the stuff for, for entertainment. Um, but uh, as <laughs> this should be like no shocker, but uh, the Dahmer series is is no different in any of that. Whereas they uh, had a few things that weren't uh, accurate, shall we say? Um, I never met Dahmer personally, so I can't tell about you know the character himself <laughs> or his character. Uh, but from what I understand, this is a uh, there's several sites that uh, have uh, spoken out about this because the original, I guess, uh, reporter that uh, put it, there's a, because the uh, Netflix series is Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Um, this is, uh, I guess I'll read this one here off thetab.com. It's a UK publication here. Hannah Van de Peer is the uh, woman that uh, wrote this article. Says here, this is the title is "This is Everything Netflix's Dahmer Series Got Wrong About the Case." The writers took a bit of artistic license with these. Um, Netflix's monster, the Dah- Jeffrey Dahmer story, portrays a lot of the events leading up to and after the serial killer's arrest accurately, from the revolting meat sandwich to the incident at the Wisconsin State Fair, where, uh, if you're unfamiliar, he's jerking off at the State Fair in front of some kids. Uh, most of the these shocking scenes were 100% real. I think that's that's important because, like, the most fucked up parts were real. Like, he drilling the hole in the kid's head and putting acid in it. That was real. <laughs> um says here though but because it's a drama series it's always good to know not every single horrific scene actually happened so what did the Netflix show actually get wrong about the case um Glenda Cleveland which is uh in the show it's played by Nisi uh, Nash uh that is uh she's from Reno 911 um great show uh but uh I thought she was good in it by the way she was I'm not used to seeing her in a dramatic role. I'm just used to, of course, Reno 911. Um, but uh, Glenda Cleveland didn't live next door to Dahmer or even in the same building. She lived in a separate building. It says here, uh, the Netflix version of Glenda Cleveland was actually based on two people, the real-life Glenda who lived across the street from Dahmer and Pamela Bass who lived a few doors down from the serial killer. Pamela was offered the infamous meat sandwich by Dahmer and often had multiple run-ins with him due to the foul smell and sounds of screaming coming from his apartment late at night. The real Glenda Cleveland was constantly in contact with the police over Dahmer's odd behavior and did indeed dial 911 with concerns about uh, 14-year-old Connerick Synthasm phone. Uh, she later met with the Reverend Jesse Jackson after Dahmer's sentencing to discuss her struggle to get the police to believe her. Um, which I feel like that's a pretty big difference. But again, I mean, they're just basically taking two people 
and just combining them as one. I mean, that's a common thing. I mean, you're not going to get everything 100% accurate, and you start putting too many characters in there. It gets it gets hard. Again, this is, you know, trying to make a, a TV show. I, you know, I guess I can kind of agree with that because most of that, what they sit, what they do with that is real. Um, <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> the meat sandwich part, yeah. If, if you haven't seen the show, spoiler alert, I mean, if you know a lot about Dahmer, you probably know about, but like he offers, uh, the, the, uh, Glenda in the show, which I guess was Pamela in real life. Cause I guess she, uh, contacted the landlord and stuff was complaining about Dahmer, about the smells and everything and basically getting him evicted. And he shows up with an offering of a meat sandwich to her to, uh, try to, you know, win her back over, you know, like, you know, maybe you can take that complaint back, which is probably human meat, human meat. Um, and then, uh, this, this one doesn't seem like that big of a thing. And it say here that there was only two locks on Dahmer's door. And in the first episode of monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story survivor Tracy Edwards is seen struggling to unlock several bolts on Dahmer's door, adding to the horrifying tension. However, Dahmer's apartment in the Oxford building actually only had two locks on it. I don't think that's a big deal. Um, says here, he actually changed his own mind about killing Ronald Flowers, which I think that is kind of an important thing that they would change. Um... In the series, of course, it says here, yes, Jeffrey Dahmer did lure Ronald Flowers back to his grandmother's house, uh, which happens in the show. And his car had broken down just as it had in the series, and the cannibal offered him a lift. Once he got there, Dahmer drugged Ronald's coffee, and the next thing he knew, he was waking up in the hospital. While the series shows Dahmer's grandma foiling his plans, in real life, he actually decided on his own not to kill Ronald. After drugging him, Dahmer released Realized he uh, weighed over 250 pounds and would simply be too heavy. Ronald has stated in the past that he was assaulted by Dahmer and police actually did go question the killer but believed his story. Um, I feel like that's a fairly big change in the facts. But I guess I can understand how that would be more entertaining is to have the, the drama there with the grandmother other than Dahmer just, Dahmer just trying to pick him up like, oh, fuck, this dude's too fucking fat. Um, and it says here, Dahmer didn't drink blood while working at the plasma center. I mean, that, I don't feel like I need to get too, uh, involved in that story, but, uh, and then, uh, do, 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 there's a judge, do, do, judge William Gardner was heavily criticized for letting Dahmer off the hook before murdering Conorax and Thasmophone. Dahmer turned his attention to his brother, Somak. Somak was luckily able to get away, and Dahmer was convicted of his sexual assault. But the judge overseeing his sentencing was inarguably far too lenient on the serial killer. He gave Dahmer one year in a house of correction and was met with widespread criticism from the public. In real life, the Synthasmphone family wasn't even present at the sentencing because no one informed them it was happening. Um... Officers Balsarak and Gabrish didn't receive Officer of the Year after being reinstated. That seems like a big thing 
to like change in there. Um, making one of the most outrageous scenes in the entire series, officers Balsarak and Gabrish supposedly receive Officer of the Year awards after being reinstated. Of course, the reason they were suspended in the first place was due to letting Dahmer take Conorax and Thasmophone home with them before remarking they need, needed to be deloused after being in gay man's apartment. Thankfully, the awards never actually happened, but the police force did decide to reinstate them after the incident. The nature... Oh, also, uh... This one's sounds like there's, uh... Uh, like, may, maybe some truth to, then again, maybe not. There's the Tony Hughes and Dahmer knew each other uh, for two years before he was killed. The nature of Tony and Dahmer's relationship is a major point of contention in the series. Dahmer insisted he only met Tony on the night he killed him, like so many of his other victims. But people close to Tony state that the pair knew each other for the best, better part of a year uh, before he was murdered, while others say they even knew each other for two years. Um, but, I mean, in, in the show, I mean, it seems like they had a serious relationship, you know, and that there was love. I you know I don't know I don't know if Dom was the kind of guy that maybe he was incapable of love it seems seems doubtful um, there's a few other ones I don't think are that big of a deal he didn't wear his aviators in real life at the court um, which I wouldn't think they would <laughs> would they let you wear sunglasses in court I guess you could <laughs> I don't know um, but there's yeah but that's pretty much it. I feel like that's not that bad of stuff going on. The the cop thing, giving them the award, that seems a bit much. Um, but as far as those things go, I mean, they usually fucking change shit dramatically. You know, it's at first when I first heard that the neighbor thing wasn't she wasn't a neighbor that she lived across the the street. I didn't realize there was also a na- uh somebody in the building. They also based it off of so that didn't seem as bad <laughs> and apparently there was a real meat sandwich out there so I mean that's that's fairly accurate I suppose um Dahmer was fucked up that's that's for sure that is for certain Jeffrey fucking Dahmer one sick twisted individual there uh but uh, I had other shit I was going to talk about, and I, uh, talking about Dahmer now just kind of blacked it out. As uh, <laughs> and for some reason, I have it stuck in my head. I on a uh, Facebook group uh, that uh, of Tool fans, and uh, somebody posted on there last night. Man, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but where he works at, um, he chopped like the part of his like a good chunk of the top of his finger off on his fret hand. I'm like, holy fuck. Share, share the picture. There, It was bad enough that there was a warning on Facebook um, about the, uh, the, the picture. It didn't show the picture. Like, do you want to see the picture? It's a fucked up picture. Do you want to see it? And I'm like, well, yeah, I got to fucking see it. And, uh, oof, it's fucking brutal. And, uh, I, I, he's a, he's a guitar player from what I gathered. And uh, he was, you know, unhappy about it. He's like, I, I won't be able to, 
the way he made it sound, he won't be able to play guitar again. But, you know, there's, and a lot of people were commenting on there about different guitars that um, were missing a fingertip and such, like the late, uh, he's still around, <laughs> the great Tony Iommi. There's, a, hopefully he's not gone. <laughs> as, as the time I record this, I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Coolio? No, he has already passed. He is in the gangsta's paradise, uh, unfortunately. That's a great song. I prefer the Amish Paradise, the Weird Al version. But uh, anyway, um, and there was another guitarist they were talking about that actually lost a fingertip. That uh, like Tony Iommi like fashioned. Um, I think there's like two fingers he had like chopped off, and he actually fashioned uh, like fake fingertips, and he uses really light string gauges. And he's had stuff done to the fretboard to make it easier to like slide to press you know the strings down and slide on there and everything. As uh, he's uh, adapted to it, and because of that too, it's like it's hard to hit some of the right notes, like to to hit it exactly like he does, to make that sound because he plays a very distinct way because he's got those uh, fingertips that are not really there. I would think a hard part would be knowing whether or not you push the damn string down. Um, <clears throat> but uh, there was other people that replied to that post too, saying that uh, they had lost part of a finger and had actually taken like a thimble and then done stuff to the thimble, to, which I guess is uh, initially what uh, Iomi did. And, uh, hey man, apparently, there when there's a will, there's a way. Hopefully he's able to uh, figure it out, you know. Maybe you could like switch, learn guitar the other way, flip it around and switch to the fret hand and go lefty if he's a righty or or vice versa. That'd be a bitch, but uh, you know, if you love doing it, you'll find a way. You'll find a way. Speaking of Iomi, I've been learning "Into the Void," which is a, a great uh, Sabbath song off Masters of Reality. Tune down real low. It's uh. One and a half steps down at uh, C standard, I guess is what they consider that tuning. Which is, I think, why it sounds so good. It's just got their real low sound. And, you know, it's those fake fingertips, really. <laughs> that droning sound. Uh, it sounds very Halloween-ish. The C- Not the movie, just saying, like, you know, Black Sabbath is a band that should just be for, you know. I mean, they're they're all year-round good. But uh, it's good music to have during the Halloween season. It's just, you're, uh, you know, that real low fucking sound of fucking, like, the beginning of Iron Man when he's actually bending the string above the nut. Like, that's just the... (laughs) That's good stuff. Um, There was... <laughs> there was other things I was going to talk about, but of course my foot is still like fucking bugging the hell out of me. Is uh, I've got it wrapped really good right now. Maybe I wrapped it too tight. Maybe that's the issue here. Is uh, <clears throat> it's not been fun to deal with that. And uh, somehow I'm going to still pace my sister at Ozark Trail Race for like uh, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two miles ish, something like that. Over at uh, the the part where I'll be uh, 
jumping in as Berryman Trail um Potosi Missouri um <clears throat> something's going on outside there's some children oh you know what I I do recall now one big thing I was going to talk about um I I uh I peruse a lot on Instagram I don't really post that much anymore on Instagram but I you know I follow a lot of shit on Instagram and uh if you're a fan of Tool or just Adam Jones in general, um, he's very active on Instagram. And uh, there is a nine-year-old girl from India. I'm not sure where in India she's from. But uh, I guess when she was like eight, she she kind of started uh, becoming known on the internet. But she's a huge Tool fan, huge fan of one Mr. Adam Jones cuz you know he's fucking Adam Jones. And uh it's weird cuz like her her main stuff that she's into of course is Fear Inoculum because that's uh she was all of like 6 years old I guess whenever that album came out so to her I mean that's when that came out I mean that was probably her introduction to Tool so she knows she's learned a lot of Fear Inoculum. She's uh, her favorite songs like Tempest but she's on YouTube. She's like on every social media platform. She's on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Her name is uh, Maya. Uh, I'm unfortunately probably going to mispronounce it. I apologize. Maya Neela Canton? 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 Something of that nature. Um, but uh, I should probably play some of this video if I pull it up. Uh, I'll have to pull it up on the old laptop here. Because it's cooked, connected to the soundboard. Um, <laughs> but the other day, as uh, of course Maya's been, it was about a year ago or so, I guess she first started putting videos out. Her dad um, saw that she was uh, strumming the guitar. I guess he had one or something of that nature. And uh, he uh, just recorded a video of her playing and of course realized just how popular people thought it was great that this little girl is like playing the guitar and everything and then that led to her uh, doing these videos and she of course is a huge Adam Jones fan as I mentioned and uh, she, most of her videos involve her uh, playing Tool songs like she just recently did a a uh, set of videos over uh the best uh, clean intros in Tool songs. and uh, But she had like an Epiphone, uh, Epiphone LP, Les Paul there, that she mainly played. And I think she's also got like a, I think she, it might be a Jackson Flying V. Um, Adam Jones, of course, he, he took notice as he is also big uh, into the Instagram. He loves the Instagram. And uh, actually, fun fact, Whenever the pandemic hit and Tool stopped touring, <laughs> I'm guessing he had a lot of free time. As a, and I think that's when he uh, he was on Instagram before then. But I feel like that's when he really started being on there a lot. And actually, for a little while, he posted his actual phone number, and like I fucking saved a picture of that. I'd have to go find it again. I don't. I would imagine he probably still has this, the uh, the same phone number. 
But uh, he posted his phone number, and I, I, I have that somewhere. And uh, I never did anything with it, though. I was like, I don't know what to message Adam Jones. <laughs> I should have done when he did it. Now it would be fucking weird. I just message Adam Jones. <laughs> what if it's like somebody else? <laughs> anyway, um, he, of course, reached out to Maya through direct message on Instagram. And this nine-year-old kid, again, she fucking loves Adam Jones. And uh, he messaged her and said that he had a gift for her. And then uh, the other day, she got the said gift. And uh, he sent her a Gibson Les Paul Standard. The Adam Jones Gibson Les Paul Standard. The very Adam Jones Gibson Les Paul Standard that I ordered way back in March that I'm still waiting on. I mean, this wasn't... I don't think this is one going to me, but maybe. I don't think so, but... I was a little jealous of the fact seeing that she got this guitar. But I mean shit, I mean she's it's, it's pretty great, you know, that they did this. Is she's it's hard to believe this girl's nine. I mean she seems far more intelligent than nine. I guess I mean, maybe my comparison is myself at nine. That could be the problem. I mean, I guess nine's nine's not that young, but I mean she's definitely better at playing guitar at least than I was at really doing anything at night. Except for maybe certain video games. I mean, it was pretty good at video games, but you know, I didn't, there wasn't like a bunch of competitions back then. I, I should have gone pro <laughs> if there was only, if only esports is like it is now. This is, here we go. This is, this is mine. You won't believe it. Adam Jones sent me a gift. This is so overwhelming. I didn't know how to react. But this video is captured on how I reacted. So I want to share this amazing moment with you because this is the biggest day in my life. Like the biggest smile you'll ever see on a kid's face. Just got a little brother that's apparently having issues opening the door. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But, uh,. Yeah, there's a little bit of her just like freaking out. Is uh, he he had sent her a message saying that uh, he was gonna send her a gift, not specifying as to what. And then uh, I guess one of her parents must have videoed uh, her actual reaction of bringing the guitar in. They had the box there. They opened it up and uh, oh, fuck. I guess I'll play a little bit more of the video here. Let's uh, let's, uh her her singing initially. What is this? <laughs> so I've just opened the box Huge and smile. I found this beautiful Gibson hard case inside. I'm gonna open this for the very first time to see what's inside it. I'm super jealous at this point. As I watched it this video a couple of times. <laughs> I think I got them. If only the internet was around when I was learning to play guitar. <laughs> Maybe I would have stuck with it more. Oh, wow. Adam Jones guitar. Ah, things, things beautiful. Oh, wow. 
fucking beautiful. Look at this. Ugh. Gibson. Gibson Les Paul Adam Jones guitar. Uh, there's, they even add some nice music in the background. It's very, <laughs> but uh, oh man, that's I gotta stop looking there. I'm gonna get irate. <laughs> God damn it, I don't have the guitar yet. Uh, it, it's pretty great though. They said he actually drew on the uh, back of it. There's like a skull type thing he draws a lot when he does uh, science things. And he drew that on there with uh, spirals because you know spiral out. It's, uh, people often it's a reference, of course, to lateralis. Um, Andy wrote a message to her on the guitar, like saying to Maya, but, uh, but oh shit, man, I can only imagine like that's being a, a kid. Like I was, I was, uh, 15 when I first started to try to play guitar and, uh, like I, w- I wish there was the resources that they have today. Cause you know, I didn't have money to go get lessons and all that shit. And uh, I mean, I guess at that point I was, I was working already. I could have, <laughs> could have maybe not some, bought comic books. I don't know. I could have figured something out. I guess to get some guitar lessons, I should have had lessons. Um, that would have helped out a lot. But I could only imagine, like, if you, you know, put your shit out into the world, like on Instagram or something like that, and uh, as a child and just being. Because I remember when I first started playing guitar and just how godlike these musicians were that I uh, loved, felt then. And if one of them would have actually corresponded with me, like on a social media platform or whatever, or fucking phone call, whatever it it were, like that would have been like mind-shattering like that. (laughs) I feel like I... I would have taken a different course, you know, um, to see somebody like that, that, uh, like, uh, that I love to like to then to, uh, you know, basically, you know, give you the encouragement to, uh, keep on trucking there. Like, uh, and then to send, send a guitar like that, their signature series guitar, which is, uh, fun fact, three grand (laughs) now that it's signed. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. I don't think she's going to do this, but like it would be, you know, funny to hear in that video. Which she, I just want to straight out and say, like she does not do this. I'm sure she's going to probably keep that guitar for her entire life. I would imagine, unless you know shit gets real, real rough at some point, or maybe she loses. Unfortunately, has some accident where she can't play guitar, which hopefully that doesn't happen. Anyway. <laughs> I thought it would be funny when I was watching that video. She goes, you know, this guitar. Uh, I shouldn't do the accent. This guitar, it sells for like $3,000. You know, now that he signed it, I could send, I could sell it for, you know, like 10, 20 grand. <laughs> that would have been funny. There, oh, oh my, microphone accident. There's a, holy shit. The, uh, <laughs> that was smooth. Wow. Um, oh no. My mic stand is fucked up. There's uh, technical issues. I might have to pause for a second here. This is uh, this is a thing. <laughs> All right. Wow. I've never had that part of the mic stand pull apart before. I've had this thing attached to the desk, I guess, for several years now. And uh, 
It's just something I never had to tighten up. That was that was fun as I hit the mic stand again. Let's not let's not knock it off again. Let's uh let's keep it right where it is. Uh but yeah, I thought that was really cool that uh, he sent that to Maya, even though I was like super jealous that she got that guitar and I'm still waiting on it. Not that that's Adam's fault. Just, you know, Gibson's got some issues, you know, pandemic related and yada, yada. I don't know what it is. There's some kind of big holdup on manufacturing that guitar, which I guess in hindsight, the fact that I don't have to pay for it right now, is kind of helping me out a little bit. <laughs> um, anyway, though, uh, I would imagine at some point I would would think that Tool probably tours in India from time to time. And uh, I, I would bet, I'd be willing to bet money that at some point in time um, that uh, they, they'd uh, bring Maya out for a Tool show and uh, probably have her play a little bit on a song. As Agent Mulder is, uh, I'm going to might have to put him out of the room as he's, <laughs> Gonna attack my legs now, and uh, you're gonna have to pause again. All right, I think, I think I got him to calm down. I didn't throw him out of the room. Is uh, leave him in here. Hopefully, hopefully he stops attacking me. <laughs> uh the joys of being a a pet owner. Is uh, I tell you what, uh, we actually uh, we're watching uh some pet videos together, Agent Mulder and myself, uh, actually not pet, I mean, funny cat videos, I guess. I'm assuming they were pets. I, I don't know f- for a fact. Um, <laughs> he really enjoyed that. Uh, you know, there for a while, he was really loving the uh, bird videos and like mice. It seems like that doesn't really p- get his interest anymore. I guess he realized that shit's not real. <laughs> that now he could give a shit less because he can't fucking attack the, the squirrel in the screen. Uh, but he, he seemed to enjoy the funny cat videos. It uh, seemed to really get his interest. So that was that was entertaining. Which I, I'll laugh at some funny funny cat videos. But uh, it's really cool when the cat <laughs> freaks out over it. <clears throat> though he still likes he still likes to watch regular TV though. The Dahmer series he wasn't too interested in. If there's a lot of action and stuff, you know, he seems to really like Marvel series stuff, Star Wars, which I'm all for. So that works out. Uh, Andor, you know, I guess there's some scenes in Andor he liked, but Doctor Strange too, he really seemed to enjoy that one. You get the big creatures on the screen and everything. He's all he's all jazz. He's all meow. <laughs> Thankfully, he doesn't usually make a whole lot of sound, though, when we're watching TV. He gets into it, and you can see it. Like, oh, the the best reaction I think had to be Evil Dead, which I need to, I guess, watch some more scary movies because he really seems to love that. That is something that really, like, he builds with the tension. You can see it in his face. It's pretty great. <laughs> uh, I think he's a fan of Ash. Hey, Mulder, you like Ash? No, he's not gonna. He's not gonna respond. He's not. Uh, I'll swallow your soul, cat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but that's part of the uh, fun there of having a cat. You know, as opposed to the uh, not-so-fun part of cleaning the shit out of the litter box <laughs> and uh, having the litter trail all throughout the house and having to vacuum that up or sweep it up. 
And of course, finding it, you know, that he's been hanging out on the counter tops when I'm not at home, which I, the worst part, the counter's not as bad, but the the stove part annoys me. He clearly must lay on the stove when I'm not at home because his fur and sometimes cl- little little uh, spot of litter or so will be fucking on the stove top. I'm like, son of a bitch, man. I, I, I cook food there. <laughs> like, you bastard. Ugh. At least the countertop's easier to wipe off, you know? I got the burners and stuff on the stove. It's kind of a thing. I think some of the best cat videos are the uh, cats there where uh, they've got, like, a glass. And they're just, like, knocking it off a table or attempting, like, about to. Then the owner's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And the cat will look directly at you and then push the glass off the table. Just hear it shatter. That's... That's fantastic. That's a big fuck you. That's that's right. I'm a cat. I do what I want. <laughs> uh, there's something so priceless about that. Unless, of course, that's your glass that they're knocking off and breaking that you have to clean up. Then it's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's pretty great, though. I love the, you know, the cat attitude of, you know what? I do, I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> I am going to to do that. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. You're not telling this feline what's up. Mm. As I'm looking at other pictures of the Gibson Adam Jones as Paul Standard. It just doesn't seem right, man. It just doesn't seem right that I don't I it's such a such a beautiful creation. And and uh <laughs> I don't want to touch it, feel it, and uh, hear it. it was, oh, man, when when uh, in the video with Maya there, she's playing. She played some, of course, in the video. And hearing the difference in tone between that and her Epiphone is like, oh, oh. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the pickup. The Seymour uh, Duncan DGJ that's... Uh, in the bridge there as opposed to whatever's in her Epiphone. I don't know what's in there. Probably some Epiphone, stock Epiphone pickup. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's got oh, the, the gain. It's so nice. So nice. Uh, it's so great. Um. As I'm just like, I, I need to stop looking at this picture. It's like I'm my my eyes are jizzing, if that's possible. <laughs> There's jizz coming out of my eyes. Looking at this uh, this this wonderful creation. Ah, oh, so so good. It'll be nice though if I do uh, uh if when I start working the the multiple jobs or what whatever the the solution I come up with to create more money uh, being able to do more things again will be quite fantastic as uh, oh, it's so good Ireland man Ireland it's been too long a lot of the if if that's even a reality for me to go to Ireland is really just going to depend on I guess how much by that point how much plane tickets would cost because who knows I mean it could cost a fuck ton more at that point 
to uh, go to Ireland. But just for shits and giggles, I guess, I'm going to hit up Orbits, which is who I used to go through whenever I was uh, traveling a lot. And, uh, oh shit, do I? <laughs> Let's see if it actually, oh, this can't have me. This is, uh, oh, 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 yeah, I have my password saved in here. Okay. Let's just say four shits and giggles. We'll say August of 2023. That seems far enough out. If my plan comes into fruition now at whatever job I end up working, um, vacation will be a bit of a problem, I would imagine. I don't think I could have a week amount of vacation in less than a year. That seems like a real bitch. But maybe I could at least have a few days off. But we'll just humor myself here. And uh, Although, you know, maybe I could push for like a year out. And then, because after a year, I think generally you at least get like a week's worth of vacation. So maybe if I figure for like next October. Anyway, we'll just shoot for August here. And we'll just put it on here. Let's, let's see. The August 4th through the through the 11th. And we'll hit done. Oh, yeah. I guess it helps if I put <laughs> um, Dublin. There we go. Dublin, Ireland. There we go. Dublin, Ireland. Um, not for two two people. One. One room, one traveler. Had a flight leaving from St. Louis. Let's search. What are we going to get here? This is the kind of stuff... I mean, if I booked it now, obviously the prices would be set in, but I am quite curious. Before, this this same thing would have cost me about $1,200. Um, which, hindsight, man. It's fucking pretty good deal. <laughs> I feel like... Oof. Uh, that's... Ugh. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is this is a bit pricey. I mean, it's more than what I was used to. Um, I'm not seeing all that many less than two grand. There's there's a few. There's a few. But a lot of them are... A lot of the places, though, they're showing are... 1,600. That's not bad. That's not bad. Harding Hotel in City Center, Dublin. Um, good God. 1700 Ooh, that's a nice-looking place over in Malahide. Um, Jesus, man. Although maybe it was... I'd have to really go back and look to see what my previous things cost. Let's look at the past. Here we go. Um, Munich. Oh, that's just the tours that I went on. That's cool. It keep, kept those, though. Uh, <clears throat> I want to know about... It doesn't go before 2018 here. Um, let's see if I can go on the, the old email. I know if I go in the uh, closet there, I would... I believe I have my old tickets and shit. <coughs> um, shit. 
<laughs> I have the wrong password saved in here. Uh, my password was changed seven months ago. Fuck. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it is offhand. Uh, that's fun. Um, son of a bitch. It really is kind of a something I should probably know. Whoa, 127 killed in a soccer right? That's uh, that's pretty crazy. Okay, I kind of remember changing that password. Kind of don't. Um, let's see here. I will find my information on uh, the flights because I kind of, I mean, it's been a long time. Um, son of a bitch. I gotta do the two-step con- confirmation, you motherfucker. Uh, ba 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 ba. You son of a bitch. Why not just... I thought they usually... Fucking texted me. Why did they... Send it via... I don't even know where my fucking app is. Here we go. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's me, asshole. <laughs> it is me. There we go. Son of a bitch. I'll search this. There's unfortunately going to be a bunch of deals. Go to orbits. It's... That's just, I I want to say the twelve hundred. Maybe it was just for the flight, but I feel like the twelve hundred was like flight plus hotel. Doing it, it was probably just the flight, which I guess seems more likely. Um, but damn it! Oh, I don't have. Maybe I shouldn't have uh, deleted all that. <laughs> I guess I don't have all of that saved. I thought I did. Um, you know, I'm going to pause for it real quick, and then uh, I, I'm going to go find to see how much that really cost me. Okay, I found some of the information from my costs from my trips going through orbits here. And I get why it was... Around 1200 I guess, for each flight to Ireland. Um, at least if I flew into Dublin, when I went and flew to Shannon Airport, which is like southwest Ireland, um, I want to say it was like thirteen or 1400 for that flight. Um, I think that's just because there's just far more flights going to Dublin. It's a bigger airport. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that, like the, the reason why... I knew that just the the cost of the flight, though, is because generally when I go to Ireland, I rent more than one room, so I don't book the flight and the hotel together, which sucks. You usually get a better discount because I found here the package that I did when I went to St. Petersburg, Russia the first time back in 2014, and together flight plus hotel was just a little over two grams, $2,021. Um. Which, it's, I mean, it's expensive to fly to Russia, you know, when you could actually do that as an American. It's, uh, you know, it's a little bit further than Ireland and uh, and such. Um, I want to say the last time I went, I, I think I actually got it for less than that, than the two grand. But then you also have, I had to also buy a uh, tourist visa to go there. Didn't have to do that in Ireland. So traveling to Ireland is just, in general, getting there, it's a lot cheaper to do that than, say, go to uh, Ireland. I mean, uh, <laughs> Russia, when, of course, we could do that 
back when it was a thing. Um, maybe I should just look up flight costs because, of course, going to Ireland, I would, I would end up, uh, probably wanting to stay in multiple places. It's highly doubtful that I would just hang out at one spot because there's just so many places to go there. Um, um, and, uh, son of a bitch. I didn't, I didn't want that. This is, uh, (laughs) there we go. All right, well, let's hit that. And then we're going to say, don't add a, or I just want the flight. (laughs) Flight. That's what I want. Here we go. St. Louis. Dublin, motherfucker. Why does it keep wanting me to go to L.A.? I don't want to go to L.A. <laughs> um, I guess I did search for a flight for that because I was curious about going there to uh, see. Uh, of course, I've been listening to Quentin Tarantino's podcast, uh, which I recommend if you're a Tarantino fan, definitely check out his podcast. Video Archives is the name of it. it uh, him and uh, Roger Avery that worked at the store together because it's, uh, if you're, you're familiar with this history, he, uh, he used to, uh, work at this video store before he started making movies. And when he wrote the screenplay for true romance, which he sold for like 30 or $40,000 when he took that money. And then of course made reservoir dogs, but he wrote that screenplay while, and I think he might've also were, uh, did natural born killers while working at that video store with Roger Avery, who I, I guess is mainly a producer and stuff, but they've been friends of course since then. And whenever that video store went out of business, they both bought all the videos, the VHS from that store. And they had on their podcast, they pull out like three movies, each podcast from the video archives and they converse about those three movies. And uh, mo- most of them are not well-known movies, but then they'll have some that were kind of bigger, like Moonraker, um, the James Bond film. And uh, it's it's an entertaining podcast. And, of course, they know so much about movies and how it's made and everything. And uh, back to Ireland. Um, holy shit. <laughs> I think the problem with doing the flight plus the room is that those were some kind of pricey rooms that they were showing me. There's some really good fucking deals on plane trips here. I never paid this little for uh, round trip flights. Um, oh, is this is a one way. Oh, it's round trip. It should be round trip. I think it's round trip. Uh, God damn. Just one stops on here too. Whew. 11 hours and 30 minutes. St. Louis to Dublin. Uh, for Delta. Is Delta the one that... I don't know that I want Delta. <laughs> $974. That's a hell of a fucking deal. I mean, I never paid that low of uh, cost in flight. That is fucking killing. All, almost all of these are under a grand or right at a grand. Um... Like none of them are like what I used to pay. That's that's pretty impressive, man. That is pretty fuck. I think Southwestern is the one I don't really want to go. I think that one's where you got to wait in queue. I want to pick. I wanted to pick my seats. Is what I would want. Um, 
Yeah, this is uh Oh. Oh, that sucks. Like there's <laughs> there's like different selections here. There's uh these are both economy seats. But uh one you get a seat cho- the main difference appears to be uh that you get a seat choice and this is a couple hundred dollar difference but there's uh the first check bag is inclu- there's a carry on oh oh I see uh yeah I'd have to go with the more expensive route here um cuz they have <laughs> you can have a carry on up to 26 pounds and there's no extra fee but then first check bag is $75 up to 50 pounds, which I would need that, which is included with the next one up and you get seat choice. So I ended up having to spend a couple hundred bucks more, I think. Um, motherfuckers. There's basic ca- uh, economy and then main cabin. You sons of bitches. I wonder if that's like that on the next one. Maybe there's, yeah, that seems to be the thing. Seems to be the thing. I guess that's to, I mean, I guess that's cool to give. If I was going to just be there a day or two and I just brought a, a fucking carry on, I guess. Which, uh, I don't know how much uh, my carry on weighs. I mean, I'm pretty, I could get it down to a carry on, but man, I usually have a carry on plus, plus a checked bag. I'd have to, man, I'd have to do that. So it would probably be in the range of $1,200 for a flight. So it'd be it'd be the same. It'd be what I would used to. And now the price of everything, that's going to be a little, a little tricky there. I would imagine there's been some inflation as everywhere else. Um, however, though, I do believe the euro is, is almost even with the dollar. Or I know the British pound... For the, I believe the first time in my entire fucking life is lower than the dollar right now. Like to the euro, let's see. Man, the euro is like fucking dead even with the dollar. See, every time I've gone, it's been, it's been, uh, <laughs> what? Actually, no. The dollar's more than the euro right now. Right? Uh, Wow, yeah, yeah, the dollar's more than the euro. See, I'm used to the euro being worth like almost a dollar and a quarter or over. Which uh now that the dollar's above the euro. Um holy shit, that could bode well for traveling and make it somewhat cheaper. I mean, it's not like a massive difference, but I mean, it's pretty well dead even at this point, but that should make a cheap, a cheaper stay for food and everything. Although I'm sure they've raised the prices on that sort of stuff anyway, but, uh, I don't see, <laughs> let's see pound. What the hell? There we go. Pound sterling. Yeah. Not the pound sterling is basically worth one pound is 90 cents. Man, that is crazy. Because when I, whenever I was traveling still, the euro was quite a bit ahead of the dollar. And then the pound was even higher than the euro. I am so used to 
Wow. So if you had a hundred dollars, I mean, you're not. That's not going to change a whole lot. So again, this wouldn't change things drastically anyway. But like, if you have a hundred dollars in euro or hundred U.S. dollars in euros, that's a hundred and two euros now, which is crazy to me because it's I'm so used to it being the opposite. That's so. Uh, I mean, it sucks for them that their money's worthless now. Is that really? I'm sure hurts them. But, uh, but yeah, holy shit. Now would be, I guess, a good time to hit uh, England up because the pound is going in the fucking dumpster. And if you want to travel, maybe I should do England. Maybe I should. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I bet, you know, I got to wait until I get a new job and everything and then, uh, you know, work a fuck ton of hours and uh, hopefully have, like, the two jobs going for a while if if I can physically manage it it's going to be a tough tough call or tough tough uh, seven months or whatever but oh man having that light at the end of the tunnel hanging out in Ireland or England and uh, that would be, be pretty fantastic pretty fantastic and uh, that I guess that's uh, all I've got here and um, as always, that, my friend, is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can. <laughs>